0: Now, the city of West Kelowna and West Bank First Nation have declared a local state of emergency, 5,700 properties on evacuation alert, almost 70 others under an order to leave. And this all because of the McDougall Creek wildfire. And in the next 24 to 48 hours, it could be what the BC Wildfire Service says the most challenging of the summer and that in a summer where we've already seen so many challenges. So what's going on? Well, it all comes down to the weather. And as much as we think there might be some relief with cooler temperatures, that may not necessarily be the case. Let's bring in Christy Gordon, Senior Meteorologist at Global BC. Christy, good afternoon. Hi, Bruce. You know, one would think that uh, cooler weather conditions, oh, that means less of a danger. But not so, says you, right?
1: No, not at all. So as we transition from this warm air mass to the cooler air mass, it's the cold front, uh, moving that sort of cooler air mass in that's going to cause all the problems. So um, it's moved from north to south across the province throughout the day-to-day and will impact most of southern BC this evening and overnight. And this cold front is quite dangerous in that it's going to bring very strong, gusty winds to the interior particularly, but even to the south coast. We're seeing gusty winds already, and we've seen gusts ranging from 40 to 60 kilometres an hour. There's potential for up to about 70 kilometres an hour. But it's not just the strength of those winds. It's also the fact that the winds are going to be quite erratic, meaning coming from different directions as that cold front makes its way across. And in a presser from the BC Wildfire Service today, they said they expect the wildfire behaviour to intensify uh, as this cold front makes its way across. So that means uh, the wildfires that we currently have across, across the province Uh, they expect them to grow and challenge the containment lines that they have been working very hard to put in place. They feel that those uh, containment lines are going to be challenged significantly over the next 24 to 48 hours. And if you don't mind me also adding, it's not just the winds that they're concerned about. This cold front is actually a really dry cold front. It's not going to bring in much moisture or even much cloud cover, but it has the potential of bringing What we call is dry lightning, which is just that. So lightning, which comes with very little rain. We have a slight chance of showers across the province, and that's about it. So not only do we have the potential for the current fires being um, uh, um, sort of... uh, the current fire is growing. Sorry, um, but then we have the potential for now new fires. So the resources for the BC Wildfire Service are going to be stretched uh, immensely over the next so little while.
0: Oh, indeed. So high white, oh high winds, dry lightning, drought conditions. couldn't yeah. get much worse than that. Um, if we're looking at any areas that you're seeing based on your uh, models and uh, the satellite projections and th- this type of thing. Is there any area that you would be most concerned about?
1: Well, according to the wind forecast, I think the main areas we will be watching, particularly this evening, and then again tomorrow will be uh, sort of the caribou, and then down through the Thompson region, the Okanagan Valley, and certainly the southeastern corner of the province, so the southeast uh, fire center. Uh, Those are the key areas that I'll be watching in terms of some of those strongest gusts. Uh, at this time, they've been ranging 40, 60 kilometers an hour, but there's certainly the potential that we could see them become higher. But again, it's not just the wind speed; it's the fact that they're erratic and make it very difficult for the BC Wildfire Service to get a handle on the fires uh, if they're if it's moving in all directions.
0: Absolutely, um, no, I appreciate mm-hmm. it. It's going to be something to watch very carefully. Christy, thank mm-hmm. you for your time. As Christy Gordon, Senior Meteorologist at Global BC. Laura Wilson, by the way, is an information officer for Emergency Operations Centre in West Kelowna, and she's with us now. Laura, uh, you heard what Christy had to say. Boy, um, this comes as a large swath of West Kelowna is mm-hmm. under evacuation alert.
2: Hi, Bruce. Yes, it's very true. We're expecting it to be an active night uh, on the Medigal Creek wildfire here in the central Okanagan. So we are preparing uh, people in the area and we have a number of properties, uh, 5,700 properties currently on evacuation alert and uh, about 68 on evacuation order at this time.
0: You're in the area. How close are the flames to actually that urban interface, the homes?
2: So I uh, haven't seen it myself actually being stuck in a building today but um, I do understand that you can see um, the large plume coming above the West Kelowna area Um, but really what's really important for people is that they can do a lot to prepare and be ready uh, in case of wildfire in the area.
0: How are they going to get information? Is there a website? Because uh, web service is still available, mobile service, cell phones. Uh, Where can they go for information if the situation turns uh, worse?
2: Yeah, the really important part is for residents in central uh, Okanagan to sign up at cordemergency.ca. And they can get email updates that... um, have an in, initial immediate releases of when we're adding or expanding our evacuation alerts or orders. This is a really important way to keep on top of the uh, emerging situation as well as to connect to resources which help you prepare or uh, where to go if you have been evacuated.
0: Laura Wilson, thank you so much and uh, all the best to you. By the way, uh, Highway 97 in the area used by many people, uh, that still is open, is it, Laura?
2: As far as I'm aware at this point, yes, Highway 97 is open and residents can use it to uh, leave if they are needed.